You're listening to the Live Well Radio Podcast Show. A wealth of information for a life of inspiration. And here's your host, Brett Coleman. Hey, everyone. Today is Wellness Wednesday. And the whole premise of this show is to add value to people's lives through information and inspiration. You never know how or when you're going to have an impact on someone to the extent that it changes their course in life. My guest today is playing a major role in being instrumental in the lives of others 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Charlie Carter walked away from a very comfortable career in the oil and gas industry so he could pursue his passion in health and fitness. Charlie helped improve my course in life back in January of this year when I visited his gym in Katy, Texas. As an owner of not one, but two Anytime Fitness gyms in Southern Texas, he's inspiring others to elevate their journey in life. Charlie has been quoted as saying, the only person that can prevent me from achieving my goals is me. Here to share his story of inspiration, his philosophy of life, and his blueprint for success is Charlie Carter. Charlie the Rockstar Carter from Katy, Texas. How are you doing, my friend? <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, man. Hey, let me ask you. Are, are you are you born and raised in Texas? Yes, sir. Baytown, Texas. Baytown. That's east of east of Houston, but yes, sir. Born in Texas. And a little history. You left a 15-year career in the oil and gas industry to pursue a career in health and fitness. Talk about that for a second. Well, you know, I'm fresh out of high school, went in the Marine Corps, came home, tried a couple odd and end jobs, and kind of got lucky and got a job in oil and gas and operations at a refinery and, you know, good money, good benefits, uh, pretty stable, but, you know, it's definitely a career. It's not like a temporary job by any means, but it just wasn't for me. Um, it was just a, definitely a, it was definitely just a job. Um, I got no fulfillment out of it, uh, no sense of accomplishment or anything. And I'm a big time people person and the position I had, you're li- literally working with the same three people day in and day out for years. And uh, I don't know, I just wanted to do something that had a little bit more of a impact in other people's lives and a more of a positive impact in my personal life. And I've always somewhat been into health and fitness and uh, seemed to be a good fit. So when they send you, were you on the, they call the oil rigs? Were you working on an oil rig? No, sir. So further downstream from the oil rigs, uh, are, the, are the refineries where they actually take the oil that comes from the rigs and they process it down and make different, you know, byproducts. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. So there's, that was a job. Like you said, it, there's people who do that for a living. They're content with that and, yeah. and they make a, they oh, yeah. make a livelihood out of it. So, but something yes, inside sir. you, because right now here's, here's me, let me just say this. There, there's people listening right now to this podcast on their way to a job that's not fulfilling. Uh, a job they don't like. They wish they had something better. They're searching for some purpose and some meaning. And something you say today on this podcast could really have an impact and help them change course in life. So what did it feel like when you walked away uh, from that career? You were good at it. You were making money at it, but something pulled you away. What pulled you away from that career? Well, I just wanted to 
change the atmosphere. Um, you know, they say if you love what you do, then you'll never work a day in your life. And I live by that today. And I've never in my life smiled going to and from work like I do now. Um, it was definitely a huge gamble. You know, I was in my late 30s at the time. And, you know, there is nothing wrong with a career in oil and gas. Millions of people do it. Um, I could have retired and been just fine. But, you know, I just wanted to, you know, something kept saying that that oil and gas wasn't for me. It's not my calling. And I was in kind of a position to where, you know, money wasn't the biggest thing. Uh, you know, I you know, didn't have any kids or anything. So it, it was a little bit easier for me to take a chance like that. I know with most people, once you have a family, especially if you're the breadwinner, it's really hard to take a chance, you know, to really take a risk. But no successful person out there has gotten there without risk. You know, Buffett, Gates, all those guys, they've taken all kinds of risks and gambles and look at them. Um, you know, not, not all, not all risks, you know, end well, uh, and this did, but I mean, it definitely could have gone the other way, but I did a little research and looked into a few different things and kind of had my ducks in a row. And like I said, I was in a situation to where it wasn't super hard and, my only regret is not doing this 15 years ago. <laughs> Whenever we step out of a, a comfort zone, Charlie, you know, a lot of times that makes us feel uneasy. And people, Absolutely. Yeah, people sometimes will, will stay unhappy because they don't want to be uncertain. They become, comf- they become comfortable in the discomfort. So something you did changed your course in life. Something happened where you said, you know what? Because we all have the fear. Some hold on to it, some let it go, some deal with it. So when you sense that fear of leaving something familiar and then going into something unfamiliar, there's a transition. Well, you know, so so when I first hired in back in 2000 into oil and gas, um, I was in my early 20s and I hired in and I remember like it was yesterday, making a comment that apparently they'd all heard before. I says, you know, I'll probably just be here for five years. I'm going to save some money and do something different. And all the older guys kind of laughed and said, literally everyone that hires in says that. Next thing you know, they've been here 40 years and they retire. And again, I could have made a career and been just fine. And this isn't true all across the board, but the, the situations I was in, as far as the refinery I was in, the, the people were amazing, but it was just a different vibe. Um, you know, there's a lot of dwelling on bad things and, you know, kind of negative, you know, thoughts here and there from from all my coworkers and that's that's horrible that's <laughs> life is pretty amazing and all I would ever hear is how horrible the president is or how horrible gas prices are or this and that whatever and mind you these are all guys making over 100 grand a year but they're always complaining about money and this and that whatever and it, it was literally like a cancer and you know cancer is horrible so I told myself you know day in and day out I will not be here forever and you can say that all you want until you actually make a move. And finally, I just got to the, to the point where I was miserable driving to work. I was completely miserable driving to work. I would dread when my shift started. And finally, I took a step back. I checked my finances. I checked, you know, uh, my personal situations. And finally, I said, okay, I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to stick to it. Because if I don't, I'll never do it. I, I worked with guys in their 50s and 60s who their entire life said, I'm going to change careers one day and do something I love. And they would never do it. And they would retire, you know, financially okay, but miserable as heck. So I just 
I knew for the longest I've wanted to be self-employed. I've known for the longest that somehow I could take chances a little bit easier than most. It's not that I don't care, but I just know that you just sometimes have to just, just take a chance. I agree. So I made a plan and, and I actually went to my upper management. I actually went to their boss as well. Uh, you know, after a long career, you don't want to just quit. That's, that's not smart. So I went to my immediate supervisor and then incorporated his boss into the conversation and said, Hey guys, I know this sounds crazy. You know, I've got a really good career here and good track record and everything, but I'm just not happy. You know, shift work, um, which is what we do in, in that field is you know, rotating days and nights every week, uh, 12 hour shifts. That's just so hard on your body. Um, then the negative atmosphere, that's even worse because when you bring that home, that's bad. So I told them, I said, Hey, I actually want to quit. And, but I, but I want to quit on good terms. I don't want to burn bridges. I don't want to leave you guys hanging if there's big projects going on. And they'd actually asked me to stay for a few weeks longer. And I said, no problem. But that way I left on good terms. I didn't burn into bridges. I actually still talked to my, my previous boss, eh, like every now and then, you know, we're, we're both into cars and we'll talk about that. But I mean, I stayed friends with most of my coworkers. So, I mean, I think I did a pretty good job doing that. And like I said, my only regret was not doing this years before. <laughs> you, 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 so you put your five years in. You were there a full five years, weren't you? Oh, correct. Yeah. Okay. So that's not, I mean, five years compared to a lifetime is, I mean, it probably could seem like an eternity if you're not happy. You, you could spend five years doing something you're not happy with and it yeah. could be a miserable five yep. years. I spent 10 years at ExxonMobil and then did a lateral move to Enios, which is another oil and gas company. I, I'd actually just hit my five-year mark there um, right when I was talking to my uh, management as far as leaving. So it was kind of crazy because the week before my last day, we actually had a little party to celebrate my five years. And <laughs> it was a little bittersweet, but, you know, it worked out well. I left on really good terms, like I said, and I felt I did it right because I've definitely heard of people in similar situations, but they just up and quit. And that's just no way to do it because what if whatever you're pursuing next doesn't work? It'd be hard for you to go back to what you had if you burnt bridges. Yes. Smart move. So when you left there, did you go right to Anytime Fitness or was there a little bit of a break between there, that and then? There was, there was a really slight break. Um, you know, I was researching different things. We'd looked at actually opening up a, a brand new gym, um, which would have costed close to half a million dollars to do. Um, you know, found locations of where to open a gym, but actually found a gym for sale in Katy, Texas. Uh, and initially I thought, you know, if someone has a business for sale, if it's making money, why would they sell it? Well, different people have different situations. Some people are retiring. Some people are going through divorce. Some people want to themselves make a career change. There's so many different reasons. Not all businesses kind of like cars are bad deals just because they're for sale, you know, but I found this one. It, the numbers made sense. The area was nice. It, it was relatively close to where I live and it's worked out really well. How's the saying go? Everything was lined up for you. The stars yeah, were in alignment. Yeah. The planets were in alignment. You had an intention to get out of the oil uh, industry. And as you did that, there's this opportunity for you to, to get involved with a, a gym that somebody is trying to get out of. So, I mean, that yeah. lined up pretty well. How do you explain that, Charlie? Dumb luck. I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've never had you know, you know, great luck at things. I've tried gambling. That doesn't work. I've tried all kinds of things and I always hear how much luck people have. And I've never, I, I, I don't have any of those great stories of, man, I just had the best luck ever. Um, it, it just definitely lined up perfectly. And, 
I haven't looked back since. It's been amazing every single day. Yeah, some people call it coincidence, and I say coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. Some things are meant to be. When you set the intention and you know your why, life starts to show you the hows and the whens. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Why do you think so many of us miss the mark and place such a huge emphasis on money then to realize later having a purpose is more of a greater sense of accomplishment because we go for the money initially, don't we? Yeah, I go for the money. Um, some people have different situations to where they're going sincerely for happiness. And, and, you know, I've heard too many times that very few people, you know, find a job they love that makes any money and or find a job that makes good money that they love. And I'm by no means rich, but I'm definitely doing okay. And I happen to love what I do. And, you know, I actually talk to future and current owners of gyms, not every day, but every single week. And, you know, we're always swapping stories, good or bad. And, you know, it's, it's across the board, it's probably the best thing people's ever done. You know, it's a very personal atmosphere. It's a hands-on, you know, feeling of, or, or approach of changing people's lives. And just the overall atmosphere of a gym typically is very positive. And whereas most jobs, you're definitely an employee, you're definitely a, a number, you have a quota to meet at some at some level, I mean, it's, yeah, whereas the gym, you're there for the members. And in return, you know, you get paid. As an owner of one gym, you're doing pretty well. You have two, don't you? Yes, sir. Yeah, I've got one in Pearland, Texas, which got about a year after the first one. Um, it was one of those things, when, when the local advertising companies hear that you're a new owner, you'll get bombarded with calls, emails, uh, salespeople stopping by and you know, there's so many different avenues for advertising and crazy enough, I didn't use any of them. Uh, I didn't do any kind of newspaper articles or anything, but I don't know, just word of mouth, uh, from maybe the gym or whatever. But when people would come in to sign up after first buying the Katie gym, I would literally ask, you know, so how'd you hear about us? And it's always, you know, I drove by and or I, my friend of mine's a current member and they love it. And it seemed that the best form of advertising is just to have a good gym and people will talk about it. So it, it, it seems super easy. And I thought, well, heck, let's do it again. And got the, you know, found a situation in Pearland. It was actually a much better situation than the Katie gym was as far as, you know, numbers and all that good stuff. And, and again, I couldn't help but think, you know, why would they you know, sell this? But, you know, different people have different, you know, goals and aspirations, and that young man wanted to do something different. So picked up that gym, and it's been just as amazing as Katie. There you go. You know, there's a lot of talk around purpose and passion. You didn't have any definite purpose when you're working in the oil industry. Your, 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 I guess your purpose, your goal was to make money, but there was right. something missing. And you said you kept, you, you knew that, and it's, maybe it was a whisper of the soul, or, or you have this intuition, something was missing. And now you are in a completely different situation where you're providing uh, services for people. Is that giving you a deeper sense of purpose and meaning and passion? Oh, so much so. I mean, it's a very, you know, I actually am very personal with all the members. Literally every single member at both gyms have my personal cell phone number. You know, we'll do crawfish boils, shrimp boils, go skydiving. Um, you know, I like to do things that a lot of gyms don't think about doing, and it's, it doesn't cost anything to have a good time. 
and to show appreciation to the members. And, you know, you get to watch people lose their first 10 pounds or put on their first five pounds or reach a personal goal of, you know, lifting a certain amount of weight or something or running a, you know, a 5K or a triathlon. And, I mean, you get to see and know that you're a part of making that happen. And, I mean, it's just so fulfilling. I mean, you literally get caught up in it to where you forget about the money it's making. And, you know, my thought is I love what I do. And I sincerely feel like I'm making a difference in people's lives. Whereas in oil and gas, you know, I made better money, but it was literally a a, a, a job, <laughs> you know. And what I do isn't for everybody. You know, I'm an extreme people person. I get bored when I'm by myself. So it's nice. I get paid literally to talk all day long to motivate and to inspire and be inspired. You know, uh, crazy enough, most of the members motivate, push, and inspire me more than I do them. And, you know, they do it without even knowing it. You know, you, you see someone come in. We've got a mother-daughter duo at the Katie Gym. Uh, the mother actually has MS. And just a couple years ago, she would do good just to get out of bed. Well, her and her daughter and her husband has since run multiple or rode in multiple MS-150 bike rides. And when you hear about that, <laughs> someone with MS riding a bicycle 168 miles and her daughter at the, at the time was ten years old. I mean, that just does something to you. Yeah, you, if you have if you have a pulse, you can't help but feeling uh, emotional oh, and and and, grat- and rewarding and rewarding gratifying. You know, it's true that not all owners are both owner operators, correct? Correct. But you you are not at one of your gyms, but both your gyms. And I guess I, mean, I was going to ask you why, but you just explained why because you want to be involved with that those clients and, and share their success stories with them. You know, everybody's got their, their ways of doing things. And I would never falter anybody for them wanting to do what makes them happy. Some people, this is strictly an investment. They bought a gym or built a gym as an investment. They have another career that they're still in. And, and that's just fine. Those gyms do well. Um, that's just fine. Me personally, I left oil and gas. I left a career to do this. So the last thing I wanted to do was buy a gym and sit on the couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could very easily do that. I've got some pretty amazing staff. They they treat the gym like it's theirs, and I love that. But, you know, again, I, I like being around people. And for me, I get a sense of fulfillment, uh, a good job done just being at the gym. You know, this morning I woke up super early to go to Pearland to clean, chat with some of the members, take care of a few things, and then drove to the Katie gym. I don't do that every single day, but, you know, every now and then I'll do that. Usually I just alternate days at each gym. And it's kind of like you go to your favorite Italian restaurant, that little old man walking around refilling everybody's water. Well, he's the owner of the place. And that's just the coolest thing ever. He could easily be sitting at home or traveling or doing stuff because his place is successful, but he chooses to be there to be a part of it. And that's me. It is you. And I can, I can be a walking testimonial for that because I came to that gym uh, we've been doing the cooking show since 2005, 13 years. And my cycle has been when I'm home, I'm working out, but when I'm on the road, mm-hmm. I'm not working out. And I've ran that cycle for so many years and I just felt, you know what? I need to put an end to this. Uh, I wasn't feeling healthy. And this past season, when we were down in Katy, I made a commitment that when we were going to go back on the road, I needed to find a way to stay in shape, not, uh, 
let go of everything I did while I was at the house. So when I'm at home, I feel fit. Get on the road for three, four months at a time. <laughs> it's like counter- oh, yeah. counterproductive and it wasn't healthy. So I came to yeah. see you and uh, there was no question that you are a people person. You're there for your customers, your clients. And there was no hesitation when you said, hey, man, here's the membership. And here's, my, by the way, not the office phone number, but you gave me this, your personal cell phone number. So if you need anything, wherever you are in the country, uh, give me a shout and I'll, and I'll be glad to take care of you. And you're not kidding. That's who you are. So you, you are yeah. the real deal. And I appreciate that. Well, I mean, it's people like you that make doing what I do, you know, so enjoyable. I mean, I, I, I love and appreciate the fact that you care enough about yourself that you're like, okay, when I'm home, I'm fine. But when I'm on the road, I need to find a gym that I can work out at. And most hotels have what they call a gym. Um, sometimes that can make do or sometimes not. But, you know, one of the things that with any time is that membership gets you access worldwide. We're in 38 countries. You know, there's no other gym in the world that's like that. And we're 24 hours. <laughs> so, I mean, for someone like yourself that travels, it's a perfect fit. And, you know, there's all different gyms have a different demographic they're targeting. You know, not everybody likes that we're a smaller, a physically smaller gym, but I've got every piece of equipment you can dream of. But because I don't need 10,000 members pay the bills, I don't need 50 treadmills. <laughs> it's the perfect setup. We travel on our motor coach. You know, we travel all over the country and mm-hmm. we have a gym literally uh, anywhere we go. And it was amazing when we did our Texas run. I think I told you the story when we, we talked a couple of days ago is that I was in Livingston, Texas, the middle of nowhere. I think there's a gas mm-hmm. station and a, and a, and a uh, 7-Eleven and an Anytime Fitness. <laughs> and it's like, and a gym, yeah. yeah it yeah. worked out perfect. <laughs> hey, man, listen, poor health is an epidemic in our country. You know that. So you're playing a major role in providing solutions, especially providing people with a gym that's part of thousands of other gyms and that gym you have there, those gyms you have are accessible to everybody 365 days a year, 24 hours yes, a day, sir. seven days a week with no excuses. The hardest part is walking through the door. <laughs> I mean, you make it so easy. You really do. And yeah. by the way, that gym you have there, I, I didn't see one in, 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 is it called Pearland? Is that where the other one is? Yes, sir. Pearland. Yeah. Yes, I didn't, sir. We didn't see that one. Katie was, uh, during our last road tour, we hit Texas, New Mexico, California, and out of all the any times I trained at uh, during that stint, your gym there in Katy was up there with the best of them. I mean, it was one of the cleanest gyms I visited. So good on you for that, man. Thank you for that. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Do you have, do you offer personal fit, uh, personal training? How's that work? Yes, sir. So I, you know, with, with my locations and all gyms have their ways of doing it, but you know, a good, uh, a good rounded gym would have personal trainers. And my trainers are there to help you, whether it be for accountability, for training sessions, for setting up regiments or routines. A lot of my trainers are pretty good at helping you kind of clean up your diet. You know, a big part of your health is what you eat. Um, all too often, people will ask 10 different friends what they should do, and then they're following so many different people. Whereas at the gym, you can ask your trainer for a good workout routine and help you with the diet. So, you know, when you come in to see the, you know, to the gym, I, I keep the trainers super accessible. Uh, they're not in your face, constantly asking, do you need a trainer? I've actually realized that when the members are ready to get a trainer, they'll actually come to me. I'll get a text one day and say, hey, this is so-and-so, and I've kind of hit a plateau, or I need some motivation, or I need help with accountability. You know, can you put me in touch with the trainer? And depending on who they are and their needs, and if they're wanting a male or female, um, I'll put them in touch with the trainer. They can contact the trainer directly. The pricing gets handled 
you know, between them, it takes the gym out of the equation, which helps in price, and then you're good to go. Um, you know, I don't force training down your throat. I'll mention that we have trainers, but, you know, some gyms, you know, there's a huge bit of revenue that comes from training, but I'm not greedy. I don't try to get every penny out of you. I'm excited that you came to the gym, baby steps. That's we get it. you in the gym, get you going, and then you will know when you're ready, yeah, I need a trainer, you know. Not everybody needs a trainer, you know. Uh, I, I believe that everybody can benefit in some way from it, but I don't want to be that typical, hey, Brits, you ready for a trainer? I mean, you know, you're you're there to work out. That's true. <laughs> you're probably more fit than I am, you know. So, like I said, I've kind of made a, a habit of, I, I let the members come to me, and they'll, they'll come to me or my staff and say, hey, I'm ready for a trainer, and then we go from there. What role uh, do you feel somebody's mindset plays when they begin their, their physique transformation? Oh, man. I mean, the, seeing any kind of results at all, whether you're putting on some pounds because you're you know, pretty thin or you're taking off some pounds, seeing results is going to be your biggest motivator. And you're going to look in the mirror and feel different. You're going to sleep better. Uh, your outward look on life will be so much more positive. You're making an effort to better yourself. Uh, you know, think about all the fast food restaurants around. Think about how many people are on so many doctor prescribed medicines for all kinds of illnesses. They can easily be fixed if you just clean up your diet a little bit. Don't eat chicken and fish all day, every day, but clean it up so you're not eating pizza every day. And then get a good routine going in the gym. You know, 30, 45 minutes a day three, maybe four days a week can do wonders. And we're creatures of habit. We're, we're human. After a couple of weeks, especially once you start feeling better, it's going to be, it's going to be something that you need. You're, you're going to wake up and you can't wait to go to the gym. Um, again, once you see results, that'd be your biggest motivator. And I see people's faces change after a couple of weeks. They're smiling. They're feeling better. They're excited to wear this new outfit it's the, the feeling that I get from the members is intoxicating. It is awesome. Wouldn't you agree that a person has to make up their mind before they're going to see that transformation? So I, I need to ask you, what do you think comes first, a healthy body or a healthy mindset? It's going to be a healthy mind. Um, we all, know, all of us, whether you're in shape or not, we all know that we need to have a decent diet and we need to have some kind of physical regimen, whether it be in a gym or something, but it's got to be important to you. You know, it's daily people come in and, you know, and, and I hear, you know, it's, it's been 10 years and I realize I, I need to go ahead and do something and, or they're in their fifties now and their doctors jumping down their back saying, Hey, you need to get in a gym, but it's got to be important to them. You know, people will do it if it's important to them. And unfortunately for it, not everybody it's not always the first thing on your list. I mean, it's not easy to get up and go to a gym. It's not easy to, to work out and get a little sore and sweat a little bit. But I tell everybody, you know, give it a try. Get, you know, give it a few weeks. This is for your body. This is for your future. If you have kids, it's actually for your kids. Don't you want to live long enough to see them grow up and, and have kids, you know, so you'll have grandkids. And, but again, at the end of the day, they have to have the mindset of, this is worth it to me. Me being healthy is important to me. I'm going to change my diet or at least clean it up. And I'm going to make an effort to go to the gym. 
you know, that takes me right into my next question. Back in the late 90s, you're probably familiar with Bill Phillips. Bill Phillips. Oh, Bill Phillips. Yeah, he had the EAS, EAS Body for Life competition. In my years, as a, after I placed uh, in that competition in the top 100, that motivated me to become a trainer. And I had gotcha. a clientele list of hundreds of people. And I have to say the majority of those people, uh, we built a relationship and they confided in me. They shared a lot of true feelings. And most often, they would flat out tell me, uh, they were out of shape because they didn't feel happy on the inside. So in essence, the, sure. way, the way they looked was often a reflection of how they felt. Absolutely. So why do you think so many Americans are in such poor shape, Charlie? This is going to sound horrible, but it's laziness. You know, it's, it's, it's time to wake up and have breakfast. You can choose to have pancakes and waffles and bowls of cereal every morning or you know cinnamon rolls every morning, or you can make an effort to eat a little bit healthier. It's, it's, it's got to be important to you, and you have to be willing to put forth a little bit of effort. No business is, is successful without some effort. You know, So you, you start a business, and you put zero effort in. You only get out what you put in. So unfortunately, with people every day, uh, me included some days, we're just, we're, you know, by nature, humans are lazy. And that's, that didn't have to be the case. You know, I meet people every day who's tired of that and they're really, they're ready to put forth a little effort and change your life for the better. There's nothing bad going to come from cleaning up your diet. There's nothing bad going to come from going to the gym. Only good things and positive things happen. We just have to want to. I can't imagine somebody feeling very good about themselves, but then treating their body like trash. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, people that have bad habits, whether it be smoking or, you know, drinking to excess, whatever, they know that what they're doing is not the best for their body, you know, so how could they expect to be tip-top healthy shape while they have these horrible habits? You know, if we're eating McDonald's or fast food multiple times a day, several days a week, how could we expect to be healthy? Um, you know, the, the flip side of that is if we put forth effort, you know, to clean up our diet, if we put forth effort to watch what we eat, how we eat, and, you know, do some kind of physical activity to help ourselves, you know, physically, all day long we can expect to make good improvements to help ourselves for the better. You just have to have the right mindset. And we all have it in us. It just has to be important enough to you to do it. So if how we think determines how we live, then don't you believe changing how we think changes how we live? All day long. All day long. What would be your advice to somebody thinking about getting into the health and fitness industry? They're driving to work right now. They're, they're in the situation you were in back when you are in the oil and gas industry. They just, they're not happy. Mm -hmm. they're, they're missing it, man. They're, there's something's missing. They want to do what you did. What's your advice to them? Do a little research. Take a nice, hard look at themselves. Make sure they're ready for this. Um, it's definitely taking a gamble. You know, I've unfortunately met quite a few people that maybe didn't do the research or maybe didn't look at or ask the right questions before, you know, changing careers or getting into health and fitness. And unfortunately, their, their locations didn't work out. But I've talked to plenty of people who just got tired of the job they had. They got tired of the go nowhere. This is just, a you know, end, a, a, a way to end, uh, you know, and they, they want to make a change. 
and they're doing they're wildly successful. You know, there's any type of fitness owner that's got 33 of these locations. I'll bet he's pretty happy. And that just means that he loves what he does. Um, I tell people every day, because I get to meet, like I said, potential uh, owners of gyms. If you are in a financial situation to where you can take this little chance, and I don't mean by mortgaging your house and cashing your retirement, all the good stuff. Those are, that's a really big chance. But if you can do it, it can be the best thing you've ever done in your life. I've yet to meet an owner that didn't love what they do, whether they're people, persons or not, whether they're super fit themselves or not. I mean, you can't help but do this for a living and love it. And it's just like all jobs. There's ups and downs. You know, there's going to be, you know, times of the year where it's, you know, that's, it, it's the industry, but ups and downs, you have a big handful of cancels. Well, you can't let that get to you. Because the very next person that calls or comes to the door is there to sign up and needs help changing their life. So I learned real quick, you know, it's unfortunate when people have to cancel for whatever reason, whether they moved, they got sick, they got hurt, they passed away. I've actually dealt with that. Um, I don't give them, I don't give them a hard time. You know, I, I, I don't do what they do, but I know the next person that comes in is someone that's ready to change their life. And I tell other potential owners, that's the best feeling ever. They're coming to you with their hands out, asking for your help. And it's your job as a gym owner uh, to, to give them your all, to give them all your attention and to give them all the tools they need to do that. And I can't think of another industry that I'd rather be in. Certainly there's, more, there's other ones that make tons more money, but if money's not your ultimate thing, you can do okay in these gyms. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to be broke. And passion. I mean, you, you, you look at those people as family because you, you shared with me uh, prior to the interview that you don't come with a, come from a large family. So being a gym owner for you has some way filled a rather large void or gap in your life oh, absolutely. that you, you now consider them extended family. They're clients, right. but they're also extended family. And, and it shows, man, you, what you're doing out there in the world, I hope you wake up in the morning and uh, have a sense of appreciation for the lives you are changing, know that you're fulfilling a sense of purpose. That's what I'm really getting at because some people... It is a great feeling. Yeah, it's got to be for you. I love it. Again, I've never in my life had a job to where I smiled going to work. I look forward to coming to the gym. I mean, it's daily. Every single day. Today was several times, but it's every single day that I get to talk to a new person who's on a new journey or I get to hear from a current member who's in the middle of a journey who's made some crazy good accomplishments. I mean, I get to talk to people who just a few years ago was super shy to go to a beach, take their shirt off. Now they're actually getting ready to get on stage for competition. Um, I get to talk to people that had illnesses that could barely walk. Now they're riding a bicycle 168 miles multiple times in a year. I mean, it's just, it's a feeling like no other. I, I could not imagine doing anything else. You're the best, man. How can people find you, Charlie? Um, on the website, uh, anytimefitness.com, whether it be for Paralyn or Katie. Um, people can always email me, K-A-T-Y-T-X uh, at anytimefitness.com or paralandtx, P-E-A-R-L-A-N-D-T-X at anytimefitness.com. Or actually, my, my phone number is on the website uh, as well, 832-754-2569. My phone's always on. 
I'm always willing to talk to people and help people out, whether they sign up at my gyms or not. Them wanting to better themselves motivates me. Hey, brother, we appreciate your time, man. You're top of your class, your class act. Thank you again. Appreciate that. And thank you for having that gym available for me. When I got into town, it was a perfect setup, and I'm sure there's thousands of other people who have the same thank yous going out to you. So we appreciate you, brother. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you. All right, Charlie, you take care now. We'll be in touch. I'll speak to you soon. Sounds Bye-bye. good. Bye-bye.